Yo, what is going on? This is the Wall Street Poppy podcast. This is my content on some next level shit. This is completely HBO. Yeah, this is this is as real as it gets out here, bro. This is as conversational as it will be. And I'm going to be bringing guests on the pod so we can have combos and talk shit and um, learn something new every day, right? So, man, welcome. We're out here. I've been vibing today. I did two hours of jujitsu in the morning. A lot of shit's been going on, and I figured, like, for the first inaugural podcast, we'd keep it simple. If you grind it out for these next 15 and 20 minutes of the first episode, you're tough, you're elite, and um, you're getting after it. So, I'm proud of you. So, I wanted to stick to just one topic today, man. U.S. debt, right? Uh, if, if you didn't know, and and first and foremost, man, don't don't feel ashamed of not knowing this shit. Honestly, I was deep in a rabbit hole trying to get this information for you guys. And I've been in the game for a minute, like studying finance, Forex, options, all that shit, bro, stocks. But don't, don't worry, bro. I'm just going to break this down for the shit that I found. And hopefully you can make some sense of it and it could help you out, right? So that's what, it's, that's what I'm here for. So the U.S. debt is right now $31 trillion. So, guys, that is a fuck ton of money. I don't know about you, but $31 trillion, it is a new high for the U.S. This is absolutely insane, bro. Um, So, let me just run you through some of the basics, right? So, first of all, what is U.S. debt, right? The U.S. debt is the total amount of money that the U.S. government borrows from its lenders, right? So, it's a very general example. They borrow money just like... We borrow money for a car, for a house, for school. We all borrow money and so does the government, right? The U.S. borrows money in two separate buckets, right? So bucket number one is debt that is held by the public. So money that the U.S. government borrows from individuals, businesses, and foreign governments. And so the way the U.S. government does this is getting debt from the public by issuing what's known as treasury bonds, bills, and treasury notes, right? So for now, you don't have to understand what a treasury bond is. I'll break that down later in the video. But for now, just kind of understand that high level, they borrow money from the public by issuing what's known as these treasury bonds, bills, and notes, right? The second form of bucket, which is bucket number two, is intra-government debt. So they also borrow from their own federal government accounts. One of them is actually very interesting, which I kind of want to shed light on it later. Um, they, they borrow money from the Social Security Trust Fund. For now, as long as we understand the U.S. debt, the situation with it, then we'll be good to go, right? So let's talk about the players, right? The players is a very interesting one. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of different entities, right? We got to establish the entities. So what I called it in my blog post, if you guys want to read it later, that's what I'm basing this podcast off, um, is the puppet master, right? So the puppet master is the United States Congress and the president. They have the decision of how much the United States borrows and if the government plans to spend more money than it brings in through taxes and other revenues, it must borrow the difference by issuing debt in the form of treasury bonds. We have the puppet master in one corner, which is US president 
and the Congress. The second group of individuals that we need to know, I call them the big boss, which is the Treasury Department. So the Treasury Department is the department that manages the debt of the United States. The department is headed by the Secretary of the Treasury, who is appointed by the President and confirmed by the Senate. The Secretary of the Treasury, along with the Treasury Department, is responsible for issuing and managing the debt, and the Treasury Department is responsible for issuing Treasury bonds and notes, which I'll explain later. Um, and this is the primary way by which the government borrows money. So the Treasury Department is actually in charge of issuing these things called bonds to individuals and they pretty much go about it like that. So decision making goes from Congress to the president, right? That's the puppet master. And then second entity is the big boss. The Treasury Department is the one that actually distributes the bonds, right? The third group, which is also an important one, I call this group the GTA cheat code activated, which is better known as the Federal Reserve, aka the United States Central Bank. So a lot of interesting things with the Federal Reserve and, and there's really some takeaways that you have to know. Um, it's good for now though that we've broken down the different entities so you could kind of see the whole story in your mind, right? So the Federal Reserve implements what's known as monetary policy, right? So monetary policy is very fancy term it's really just a lot of basic shit but i'll break down some of the things that they do in their monetary policy right the federal reserve aka gta cheat code is in charge of the fed funds rate don't really stress this too much it, there's nothing much to it what you need to know is that the fed funds rate is the most important interest rate in the united states right because the fed funds rate is the interest rate that commercial banks charge on each other on overnight loans what does that mean well, if these parties have to charge each other a certain percentage of interest, then what do you think they're going to charge us, the individuals? Well, it's going to be based upon how much they could borrow, right? So in an example in which a commercial bank now has to borrow at a higher interest rate, which is the Fed funds rate that is set by the Federal Reserve, then our loans are costlier to get now, right? Debt becomes more expensive and this in effect could make a slowdown in the economy because less people are going to borrow when interest rates are higher right that's a very general concept um it took me a while to understand that okay so the second thing open market operations open market operations when the federal reserve buys or sells government securities so this is another way in which they manage money supply the reason why i called the federal reserve the gta cheat code is because they could inject money into the economy out of thin air right so how do they do this they go to bank a and say hey i would like to buy x amount of bonds from you and then whatever the amount is they just they digitally add the cash into the bank's reserves out of thin air it's just money that's popped out of nowhere right right now the big players we understand the puppet master the u.s congress and the united states president they are the ones that make the decision on how much debt and the second entity we learned about is a treasury department so we called them the big boss because they are the ones that actually issued the debt then we have the third entity which is known as the federal reserve so these are the individuals that could control monetary policy this is a little rundown on the foundation of debt for treasury bonds bills and notes these are confusing concepts i completely understand especially if you're not into finance because um, even if you're in finance they're still hard so don't don't even take it as um 
don't don't get creeped out by this don't go uh listen to um, island boys and skip the podcast just thug it out right now we'll, we'll finish this literally three minutes so the perfect example of a bond right so to understand the difference between the three treasury bond treasury bill and treasury note you just got to understand it's just a matter of um, years number of years so treasury bonds have the longest maturity they're typically like 30 years and pay the highest interest treasury bills have shorter maturities typically for 13 26 52 weeks and then treasury notes have maturities between two and ten years right so it's just a timing so for now if we just say treasuries just think of the that's the way that the united states issues debt right so here's an example i put the united states issues ten thousand dollars for a 30-year bond at five percent interest to bob so how does the mechanics work how does the mechanics work on this bob gives ten thousand dollars to the u.s the u.s and issues right so the term here issues a piece of paper to bob so this piece of paper works as like an iou bob holds on to this paper and now there's certain criteria that is met because he holds his paper right so at the end of each year the u.s is going to pay bob five hundred dollars because it is a ten thousand dollar bond and there's five percent interest on it annually so each year for 30 years bob is making 500 dollars and then at the end of 30 years bob receives the full ten thousand dollars back right so that is the mechanics of the bonds notes that's really all you really need to know bro that's really you could obviously get deeper into it that's what she said but that's really all you need to know um, so now i just want to lay out the potential scenarios from high u.s debt because she get creepy out here is pretty much the most important question right obviously that's why you're watching so here i have some bullets if the debt of the united states gets too high it could lead to a number of negative consequences for the economy and the country as a whole call the cops some of the potential consequences include increased interest rates so as the debt grows, investors may demand higher interest rate to compensate for the increased risk of lending to the government. This could lead to a higher borrowing cost for the government as well for businesses and individuals. So this makes sense. Let's take it back to the OG days. If you were in middle school and you had loaned a certain guy $10 and he pays you back fairly quickly, and you do that several times and he pays you back consistently the day after and now you take another individual who you've given money to maybe twenty dollars and he's never paid you back those two scenarios there's something that you could take away from it right there's a certain level of risk for the type of individual you give money to or borrow the money same concept applies when you're dealing with big boy money too if the debt keeps on increasing and increasing and increasing and parties start to feel like, yo, I don't think these guys are going to pay us back, then that is going to bump up the interest rates. Because now when the U.S. says, hey, could you spot me another couple mil? These parties are going to be like, well, no, you're either going to have to increase the interest, right? You're going to have to pay me a higher interest per year because I don't feel like I trust you as much as I once did. So you're going to have to compensate me for that risk. The second aspect is inflation. A high level of debt can lead to inflation if the government tries to finance its debt by printing more money. So how does this work? Well, if the Federal Reserve keeps 
injecting that GTA cheat code up more money into the economy, your dollars become less valuable. Think of it. Think of it intuitively. There was a magic ATM on your block that continuously printed out $100 bills infinitely. Eventually, your money is going to get worth this because there's just so much of it. So I always think of it from that point of extremes. Think if there's just $1 bill in circulation, that $1 people would fucking throw hands for it. If there's $10 trillion of these, well, each one is less valuable, right? And it's just that dynamic. Always think of everything in extremes. The last two are pretty creepy. So if the US debt continues to grow and the government is seen as less able to repay it, credit rating agencies may lower the credit rating of the United States. So this is just a fancy way of saying that the United States is going to be less trustworthy as it once was and tie into our rating, right? So the rating is just like AAA, AA, they have a scale in Moody's, S&P Moody's and a few others. Um, so they give you a grade of how trustworthy you are. So we would just fall in that scale. And then that would mean we'd have to charge more because we're not the safest investment out there. That's pretty much how that goes. And then the last one, high levels of debt can also make it more difficult for the government to respond to economic downturns by using monetary and fiscal policy. In order to reduce debt, the government must have to make cuts to spending or raise taxes that could slow down economic growth and lead to higher unemployment check. So the US government is a business. In terms of profit, they're not that good. They have a couple ways in how they make money. One of them is primarily through taxes. So it makes sense if there's a shit ton of debt and they, they can't figure out a way to pay back, then guess what's going to happen, bro? Taxes. We're going to pay for it. So it's definitely one of those things, bro. Like, do your research. Look into it. This shit should interest you. Even if you're not in finance, bro, this is, this is your money. This is your money. Your whole net worth is probably denoted mostly in U.S. dollars definitely look into this man this um this podcast i'm hoping it provided you some value man and like i said this is just a pilot we're just going to keep getting better from this i promise you bring on guests make it more fluid i hope you guys went through that man so stay tuned guys episode two coming very soon leave your comments tell your friends about this podcast that would mean so much to me bro for real and um have a great day guys peace